Right, well now this is a first, never done this before, but how exciting is this on the internet? Okay, there you go. This band, with 13 albums and a measurable success and cultural impact, need no introduction, yet with over 50 years since their last release, a refresher is definitely in order. The Beatles formed in 1960 and released their first album, Please Please Me, in 1963, and soon became obvious dominant figures in pop music of the decade. The dedication and obsession from their fandom and following broke every previous precedent in pop music, and their musical genius cemented their popularity far beyond their breakup in 1970, now spanning three generations of dedicated Beatles fans. It's been 60 years since that first album, and over 50 since the Beatles went their separate ways. Since then, two of the members, George Harrison and John Lennon, have passed away, and the other two, Ringo Starr and Paul McCartney, are now in their 80s. It seemed that the Beatles were a thing of the past, and that we had seen the end of their collaboration. That is until a few weeks ago, when there was an announcement of the final Beatles song, which was to be released on November 2nd, 2023, which would feature all the members of the original band and seal off a legacy that now spans 60 years. I'm Gavin Listro. You're listening to I've Got Ox on Radio Free Hills, the 101.7 FM, and this is the Beatles' latest release, Now and Then. Back to Radio Free Hillsdale on 101.7 FM. This is I've Got Ox, and that was Now and Then by the Beatles. I'm Gavin Listro. I think I already said that. But <laughs> and of course we have Bella and Allie Hello. with us. True. Favorite Beatle. Go. Allie. Paul McCartney. <sighs> okay. Cool. No, shocking how no one said Ringo. Hey, he's well, really cute. <laughs> to be fair, I've been told by. I think, I don't know why I've had like mom's opinions right lately on like favorite Beatles, but I think Ringo is like a mom, mom's favorite. Oh, like, the mom's Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, now I want to ask my mom. Because he just kind of sits there and is like polite and that's like a mom's dream. Is that- I, you know, I, it's the, what's that song? You're 16, you're beautiful in your mind. Banger of a song. But it's really weird. And I know that maybe it's being written from the perspective of another young person. And every time I think of Ringo, I think of that song and it freaks me out. I just think of yeah, like I just Yellow think Submarine of peace and love. Or, or Octopus's Garden. And I'm just like, this is weird. Bella, I love. just think of peace and love. But peace. that's what he says. Every Instagram. And he looks good. Like, Yeah, he's killing it. Why is his face like... <laughs> you can't see it it's on the plastic radio. plastic surgery, love. I don't know. He looks pretty natural. Peace and love. Yeah. Anyways. But uh, yeah, that's the latest release, which is crazy that we can say that <laughs> from the Beatles, 2023. Unreal. And this sto- this song has a kind of interesting story because it originally started as a demo in, from the 70s that John Lennon, who died in Rip. 1980, made and wrote a little note on it for Paul and gave it to Yoko. And Yoko's like, here you go, John, uh, Paul. And uh, then they tried to work on it. And George Harrison, who died in 2001, yeah. two, I think, he worked on it as well, making guitar. But, of course, in classic George Harrison way, he was fed up with something, probably the quality of the vocals. And so he scrapped it, and they didn't work on it again. And then he died. And so they had this kind of 
conglomeration of work from the the boys who had died, and they finally were able to release it because AI, yeah, artificial which intelligence. Which I is think Paul teased, like on BBC or something, he teased that they had used AI to sort of you know work on this project, and everybody was like flipping their lid. And then he, he had to send a tweet that was like, "Guys, it's still real. Like everyone is still yeah. playing their instruments." But it's just funny that he he kind of mm-hmm. used this AI buzzword that we have this this very you yeah. know we're scared of it, especially coming off of the AI Drake songs, right? And, and that the Beatles. Is what I was, that's it's what like, I was leave them alone. That's what I was concerned about. That that's what was going to be happening because what's really popular right now is taking someone's voice and then deep faking another person's voice on top of it. Yeah, and so using your voice as the source audio and then using AI to put someone else's kind of tone and sound. So you sound like, you know, mm-hmm. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I saw one of Emmanuel Macron and it was crazy. Jeez. There you go. Actually, it wasn't crazy, but it was just him like with an Instagram filter. Yeah, it something like that. And I thought that's what it was going to be, but apparently that's not at all what they did. Mm-mm. Basically, so the original demo is just like a little tape recorder in his apartment and he's playing piano and singing the song. And there's like a TV on in the background, I think. And he's playing the piano over him singing. And so it's like really muddy. It's not like mixed at all. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why George Harrison was so fed up. Because yeah. he's like, this is a bad recording. We and they couldn't like, because it wasn't it they couldn't separate the vocals mm-hmm. from the piano. Yes. Like everything was just so, like yeah. you said, muddled. And, they, and with that, you're trying to, you know, m- manipulate the voice, but then you're messing up the piano and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And they ch- changed some of the chords too, which, you know, you can't have the old piano if you're going to change the chords. Right. And so they used AI to separate the se- the tracks. And so his voice hasn't been manipulated. Just the recording mm-hmm. was separated out using AI. So that made me feel a lot better about it. Yeah. I think people freaked out, understandably, because yeah. like the, the Beatles are the Beatles and they're sort of this untouchable entity. Yeah. And to put like 21st century yeah. witchcraft on it. It's like... Right. <laughs> Yeah, when half the members are dead, mm-hmm. it's like, can, is nothing sacred? Yeah, um, it's so true. Like, leave them alone. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's interesting to think about what doors this opens for other artists. Like, nothing will, this will never be as novel as it is right now. Like, the past yeah. week, a couple weeks of this being out and people consuming this from like all different generations, I think that's also what makes it so special is that young people like us who grew up with the Beatles or who have a very different attachment to them. Yeah. Um, like this is the first, like we are alive for the release of a Beatles song. That is. Which is crazy. Crazy. Yeah. And so exciting. And we are breaking, I mean, not that our show has many rules, but we we typically have a blind listener and Gavin and I were talking yesterday and we're like, this is Beatles. We don't have to, there's like, there's no rules when it comes to the Beatles. We do do super epic, (laughs) awesome episodes just for the Beatles. Yeah. And I mean, like aside from the story of how this came to be, what was your guys's like reactions to the song itself? Like if this was on an old album, would you guys have liked it as much? Like, do you guys like the song? I like it, but I definitely think it's something to say that like, I mean, it was scrapped for a reason and probably not that it's bad. Like it's the Beatles, but probably if it was on like, like help or something, you would have been like, eh, this is not one of their best ones. Yeah. yeah. But in the context of it coming out today, and it is really cute. Like, it's really sad. I think. Yeah. Like, the whole I miss you thing, that's so sad. I, but That's something we should talk about, too. Like, what this song is about. Yeah. It's a love song, I think, but if you think about it in context of him talking to the other members of the band, mm. like, now and then I miss you. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I owe it all to you, basically, that I've yeah. come this far. 
and it just makes you want to like die. Uh, yeah, it's so sweet. I think it was definitely to the band. Like if he left it and wrote that it was for Paul. Yeah. I mean, that's so sad. John Lennon wasn't the greatest of persons, yeah. but, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it is sad. Like, mm-hmm. like how can I, it's just, I mean, can you imagine being in something like the Beatles and one day like that just ends? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like how can you not miss that? Yeah. And it, it, I thought it was really cute and really nice that they like went and did something with it. I think and, so. And I think they did it as tastefully as possible. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And it still has, it doesn't feel like a Beatles. It like I'm listening to like new Paul McCartney. You're like, okay, this is kind of Paul in 21st century. This is right. not Wings Paul or Beatles Paul. Yeah. This is new. But I feel like they were able to still kind of preserve the yeah, I agree. The sixty to seventy kind of they didn't aesthetic. try to like do something mm-hmm. weird to it, which yeah. is nice. Like I think you guys can correct me, but I feel like this song would fit best on like a Rubber Soul, yes. maybe yes. something like that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's more mature, kind of sad. Like it almost gives um, uh, what's that song? I'm totally blanking. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but I have in my life. In my life. Oh, yes, nailed it. it. So how do you know? Because <laughs> I love that song. If I ever get married, that'll be at my wedding. Yay! There is nothing like, and I, I think that's what this song. It's not the most complex song in the world, um, which I think we talk about a lot on this show. Is like not everything has to have all the bells and whistles in mm. order for it to yeah. resonate and be meaningful. And often things that don't have all the bells and whistles are what land. Um, so I think definitely what gives this song the special element is the story arc of it. And I don't mm. think that like robs the song itself of anything, but I think Bella's right. Like the, I, I, I'm not sure this would be as monumental if it had been released on a rubble, rubber soul or, yeah. you know, had come up on a, on it's a past album. a B-side vibe. Yeah. Um, but once again, there's like still merit in that. And I, mm-hmm. I feel like I don't even want to do the, you know, we, we talk about like rating songs out of a, a 10 point scale mm-hmm. and i think sometimes just when you talk about the beatles that almost feels um they're all tens so like, it's like I mean, it's just the beatles and I, I sometimes i like cringe at that at when you you know when you love music you should still be able to like critically look at the things you love but yeah. i think the beatles just exist on such a different plane yeah mm-hmm. and who am i to be like yeah john lennon's vocals <laughs> are a little wishy-washy 7.5 <laughs> Right, like I don't. It's just not my place. Yeah, it's true. No, I agree. I definitely agree. Not especially after like a, a fifty-year yeah. drought of anything from right. them. Especially like John Lennon's voice. Mm-hmm. Like, when was yeah. the last time you heard a new John Lennon that, recording? That's crazy. Yeah, and it also sorry. No, as I say, because we hear the other two all the time. Like, right. I, I've, I hear too much of old Paul singing. Honestly, yeah. like <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> I've had enough. But like, like young-sounding John Lennon. It was like, I don't know. It felt like like a fresh drink of water almost. Mm. It's like, oh, that's refreshing to hear that. Yeah, that's really there. Nice. The first time I heard the song, I was like extremely like emotional. I mean, for a oh, lot of same. reasons, like everything that we are saying. Um, but like, there was this almost I don't want to say eerie with a bad connotation, mm-hmm. but it was definitely eerie to think that this song had just existed on a tape. And like I can only imagine what it felt like to be Paul kind of rehearing this over the past couple of years and working on it. Like what kind of emotional like oh, journey yeah. it was to for the existing Beatles to go back and work on an old project. Yeah. Like that's that is a that is a kind of complex part of the human experience that most people are never going to see. It's so true. And I hope that one of them writes about it or talks about it 
um, in a meaningful way because I would mm. be really interested to hear like what the process of this was and like yeah. kind of like Gavin said how do you maintain like the sanctity of something while also still trying to bring it to life with yeah. a modern audience yeah not that I, I think they were necessarily concerned about modernity and if this song was going to be successful. Um, yeah, I think no. that was pretty in the bag. Um, <laughs> but it, that's a very interesting concept of like, how do you bring something from history and keep it that way um, without losing its, its sort of magical yeah. element? Especially when it's like, you're literally bringing it like John Lennon back from the dead, essentially. Yeah. Like, yeah. like his, his like, he... You, 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 I feel like you have to respect that in a certain way. Like he, he has no say in this yeah. or something. It, I was thinking about that a little. Like, how do you deal with that? Yeah. For those you of know. you who are just joining us, if you hadn't, if you weren't able to tell, we're talking <laughs> about uh, the new-ish Beatles song "Now and Then," released this year. Released, yeah, like a week or two ago. Yeah. On I've Got Ox. Six, <laughs> it was released through us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we were the first place to play it. <laughs> Paul actually came directly to Bella and said, he I've got a song for you. Oh, You're going to want to talk about this. I want you to play this song for me. Also, guys, 10 minutes ago, we were talking about uh, Ringo being a mom's favorite piano. Oh, yes. I had never talked to my mom about this and she answered right away and said, Ringo, duh. No way. Yeah, I, I didn't realize Wait, this. this but, like, I didn't know that either. For That's some crazy. reason, I came into contact with two moms in the span of like a week <laughs> and the Beatles came up, which is really weird that that, that lined up and both of them said well, Ringo. For those listening, it was parents weekend. Gavin's uh, not just a hit with the mom. Just, <laughs> maybe he is and we don't know. I don't actively seek out moms. <laughs> I'm in contact with two moms. But if you're a mom. Gavin's like putting out Craigslist ads. But if like, you're moms a mom, who love the Beatles, please talk, talk to me. me. I want to hang out <laughs> respectfully. If, if you're a mom and in you public. like the Beatles and you're listening to this right now, email Scott Bertram at hillsdale.edu. Tell him what what is your favorite. Yeah, what is your favorite Beatle? We'd love to know. Um, Yeah, only only hot takes. If you say Paul, we don't want to hear it. And by we, I mean me. (laughs) Bella Bella would love to know. Um, But yeah, this I have a little uh, little news from ABC News. Nice uh, interview with. John, they contacted Paul. you, Paul, John, not John. <laughs> they did like a, AI John Lennon interview. <laughs> they did a seance. That's terrible. With Yoko, it was him talking <laughs> about uh, talking about the the AI that they use. So here's just a little a clip of that. We were able to take John's voice and get it pure through this AI, so that then we could mix the record as you would normally do. They use- and so that's, yeah, that's from the horse's crazy. mouth. Which, okay, guys, I am not a tech wizard, so feel free to give me a look, Gavin, if this is stupid. But isn't it kind of crazy that we have developed like something as insane as deep fakes and AI and we're concerned with all these things, but we haven't been able to like separate noises in an audio recording until recently. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Is that like we have, we're, we're in the cutting edge of cancer research yeah. and we haven't know, separated like, piano, from, piano voice. I don't know. That's, I, I, Cause I was watching the little documentary of how this song came to be and I'm sitting yeah. there and I'm like, I don't want to sound Stupid, but why? Why did this take so long? Why don't Not we just that- print more money? Get <laughs> <laughs> out of national debt, guys. Just print more, more coins. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure, and I know the reason that like that they even stumbled upon this was because when they were working on that Disney Plus huge mm-hmm. miniseries, Peter Jackson was using this technology. Yeah, and he's like, "Why don't you guys just use this?" 
So I think it was probably just like oh, okay. the right people weren't aware of it who right. knew that the song existed. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, it wasn't like the public knew that there was a song that, oh, if we just knew how to separate the voices. <laughs> it was like someone hadn't told Paul yet. I That's think. kind that of tracks. so cute, though. They're just a bunch of 80-year-old men being like, oh, yeah, it's like how do you post on Instagram? <laughs> yeah, if you think Somebody's about like, you know, we can actually uh, deep fake you now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, yeah, because if you imagine like trying to get your grandparents to like send a text message, like, yeah, they can't work remotes. Yeah. If okay. that, I, if no one's there to question. tell them, it's not going to happen. That's, no, really, that's so, so true. <laughs> like, we probably had the technology. It just wasn't a, and I know that this song has taken like a couple years to mm. figure out and, whatever work on the yeah. marketing and how it was going to be released. I think um, they did it very tastefully. I think they did too because it wasn't in your face and it yeah. wasn't like shout out Capital Music. It wasn't they like were the Rolling not, Stones there. Uh, I didn't want to say it. I'm not going to. <laughs> guys, they might listen to this. It, guys, sorry, Mick, Mick Jagger. Jagger. <laughs> not funny. Come on our show, please. But I think you're right. It was it was super tasteful. It wasn't flashy. Mm. It wasn't trying to be like the last Beatles song you'll ever hear. It felt super yeah. genuine. Watch Mojo. So it's like it, it just top 10 last Beatles songs. <laughs> they just yeah, dropped like a whole new album. Just like the album art alone, I think, I, gives yes. the tone. It's just like, yeah. it's simple. Yes. And it, the music feels video. Period Can correct. we talk about oh, the, the music, music video. video felt so wholesome to me because it, it literally felt like, I hope this isn't offensive, a couple of grandpas being like, what if you put young me <laughs> next to old me? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just yeah, like yeah, yeah. Paul McCartney who's like, <laughs> and then felt, they like superimposed like them when yeah. they were younger. I was like, this is so cute. It felt yeah. goofy, but also in like that eerie yeah. way you were yeah. talking about. Because it was so like, oh my gosh, like he's yeah, this dead. Is crazy. And right. they're standing next to each other in this yeah. video. It, it was a little goofy though. But then I, I, again, I just feel like it lends itself to feeling like a little bit yeah. more authentic. Like right. this is just us having fun. And here's the last thing you'll ever hear from us. Right. The yeah. End. But yeah. yeah. Now and Then by the Beatles. That's who we've been talking about. Their latest release, their last release. To sum up the 60 years from 1963 to 2023 of music that they've been making. So mm. thank it's you crazy. for listening. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. This is I've Got Oxen Radio Free Hills, though, 101.7 FM. Bye. Bye. Bye.